I want to take a second to remind you to sign up for the Poso Daily Brief. It is completely free. It'll be one email that's sent to you every day. You can stop the endless scrolling trying to find out what's going on in your world. We will have this delivered directly to you totally for free. Go to humanevents.com slash Poso. Sign up today. It's called the Poso Daily Brief. Read what I read for show prep. You will not regret it. Humanevents.com slash Poso. Totally free. The Poso Daily Brief. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is May 10th, 2023, Anno Domini. Folks, today we're going to talk about the decline, the decline of America that we see all around us every day, the relative decline. What can we do about it? Next up, Poland is proposing to reinstate the death penalty specifically for child abusers. And finally, the e-verified debate that is raging as Governor DeSantis signs the bill into law. All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. If the present trends continue, I think we'll look back at the last few years as a real turning point in American history, the end of the American uh, empire for sure. This is Portland, Oregon, two years after decriminalizing personal amounts of hard drugs. The open drug use, the deaths, worse than ever. A local entrepreneur says her business survived the pandemic, but crime is finally forcing her to close up shop. I was just watching this very disturbing commercial, and it showed a kid that was not paying attention in class. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then they introduce this medication. Mm. And then you have the child raising their hand, and then you have everyone clapping, and oh you have God. the child with a big smile on their face, and you've medicated your child to be a successful and integrated person in society. The Academy Awards were for decades Hollywood's biggest night, bringing together the glitz, glamour, and best films the industry had to offer. It was also one of the most watched events on TV every year, usually only being beat out by big time sporting events like the Super Bowl. That's changed lately as the show has seen record low ratings. Do you think the media is doing a great job? Uh, not with the Biden presidency, no. No. No? It's all a lie. Do you feel like they tell the truth or do they have their own agenda? They of course have their own agenda. It is proof of what we wrote about in that book. This country is in a cataclysmic decline because we've driven God out of our lexicon. We've driven God out of the public spaces. So I've been over here in Europe for about two weeks now doing the show, and we had a great conference in Budapest, Hungary, was able to visit family in Poland, took the kids to the old Poso village. And it's, it's really amazing when you see the stories like we had yesterday out of Poland, where Poland is on the rise to become wealthier than Britain by 2030, when you look at the things that matter to you, I suppose, at different points in your life than others. And for me right now, as a father, as a husband, two little boys, one of the main things that I constantly am thinking about is what is the world like for my children? Not what the world is like for me. And that's something that changes when you have kids. And so, look, I've always been uh, interested and concerned about issues of public safety, of crime, all these things. Uh, coming from the Philadelphia area, and I've talked before about how essentially we lost our hometown um, just outside of Philly because of the rise of crime. This great tight-knit community where the kids that I played with were the sons and daughters of the kids that my father played with when he was young. 
And all of that was shattered and, and cast to the winds because of the rise of the insane amounts of crime in our hometown, in Arstown, Pennsylvania. And so you're looking around the village, right, where my great-grandparents came over from Poland, and you see people have got nice houses, people have got uh, decent cars, really nice cars, actually. They wouldn't call them foreign cars over here, right, because you know, you're in Europe. But it's so safe. There's no crime to speak of. Uh, petty theft here and there, but violent crime? No, doesn't exist. And for kids, it's it's hard to say which is better, I have to say, because you look at what's out there in the U.S. right now. You can't ride the subway. You can barely walk down the street, in some, and you can't go to cities at all. Like, like, God forbid you go into one of the cities. And we went into Polish cities. They're great. They're wonderful. They're, they're clean. Uh, they're safe. People are nice to you. You can walk around at night. You can walk around in the day. There's no issues because Poland takes all of that seriously. And so when I look at it, I think of the decline of the United States in terms of the visible decline that we see. We don't take care of our infrastructure. Our roads are crumbling. Our bridges are crumbling. Our airports are becoming third world. Our subways are a joke. Our rail system doesn't exist. We talk about infrastructure. We don't actually do anything about it. There's a lot of reasons for that, by the way. But when you look in terms also of the insanity they're pushing on kids in schools, the insanity that they're subjecting families to when it comes to public security, really makes you ask the question, is America still the leader in the world? And I do think, and, and we listened to this great interview recently, so John Mearsheimer has this new uh, this new interview out. And as everyone knows, I'm a student of Dr. Mearsheimer, uh, definitely someone that I pay a lot of attention to. He's got a new book out coming on great power politics. But in this, he specifically explains that the United States had, at the end of the Cold War, up until essentially now, what he calls the unipolar moment. And he says the unipolar moment has ended. But for the United States, how did the United States then go forth and uh, essentially react to the unipolar moment? How did they use their power? How did they leverage this power? Well, instead of making the people of the country more prosperous, instead of helping out the little guy, instead, the United States government decided to try to spread its wings, expand its empire all the way across the globe, force other countries very aggressively to, uh, to obey their whims and diktats. And instead, we had CIA color revolutions, and in some cases, specific regime change military invasions all around the world perpetuated by the U.S. government. And now the unipolar moment is over thanks to the rise of China, which was perpetuated by the same U.S. elites in the first place, as we've discussed at great length in the China Files. We've got an update on the China Files, a new episode that's going to be dropping here pretty soon. So when I look at the United States now, I think is the United States the same country that I was born in, that all of us were born in? And I just have to say, the country you grew up in no longer exists. Embrace Family CEO Glenn Castle says on any given day in Central Florida, there's nearly 3,000 children that are open to a child abuse case. Now, certainly not all of those children have had an egregious kind of sexual abuse 
uh, assaulted on them. Embrace Families is a lead foster care agency in Central Florida. State lawmakers are set to vote on House Bill 1297 on Thursday. The bill would make the crime of sexual battery on a child under the age of 12 eligible for the death penalty. So we've seen how child abuse cases right now are currently being looked at for expansion to the death penalty. Governor DeSantis has already, in fact, signed that legislation. But now, all the way on the other side of the globe, in the country of Poland. Now, for people to understand this, uh, Europe does not have the death penalty anywhere. The only country in Europe that has the death penalty, it's not even the EU, it's Belarus. Believe it or not, Russia does not have the death penalty. I know, right? And Poland, however, Poland is talking about bringing it back. There is a horrific case of the torture and murder of an eight-year-old by a sadistic psychopath that took place recently that's playing itself out in the court system right now. And the prime minister of Poland came out and said, when I look at stories like this, I realize that monsters do exist. And for a monster like this, prison time isn't good enough. Now, a lot of people who talk to me about the death penalty, they'll say, well, what about the right to life? Shouldn't the right to life include anyone who committed murder? Regardless of the situation, shouldn't we stand for all lives, right? Do all lives matter? And in that formulation, my response would be essentially, and this is drawing on, on theology, on philosophy, on moral ethics, that the right to life includes the life of the victim. What about the victim's right to life? Is there justice done when a life is taken? in a horrific, callous, and unrepentant way. Will there be justice done? And the question is, yes, that person does have a right to life and justice must be done. And if you deliberately, with malice aforethought, deprive another of their right to life, then you have forfeited your own. You have forfeited your own because you've decided that you are the arbiter of who is allowed to live and who isn't. And you have forfeited that right because you did not respect the right to life of others. This is the purpose for capital punishment. And when you look at Poland right now, and of course there's an election coming up, so you know people are saying, ah, it's just because the election, he's doing this. Well, you know what, do it. I say go forth and do it, Poland. It's time for criminals, and, and as, as we said before, this, this type of crime uh, and crime in general in Poland is not high, but look, human nature is human nature. And this is something progressives don't understand, that no matter how good your country is, no matter how well-formed your culture is, no matter how high trust, no matter uh, how religious, respectful, et cetera, your culture is, your country is, look, you're never gonna get that number to zero. You never will, why? Because human nature is the nature of man who has fallen, man who has fallen through original sin. We all carry original sin, and man's nature is truly sinful. This is why Christ says the devil is the ruler of this world. And our goal is to get through this world and bring as many people as possible into the next. And so when we look at situations like this, uh, we understand that there has to be a price paid. And if you are going to start somewhere, where else would you begin? 
than defending the most defenseless in our entire society. It's children. Of course, it's children. And people have, you know, people have even said, they were like, oh, Poso, when are you going to get into politics? When are you get into this? If, if I did ever want to get into politics, and I'm not like making an announcement or something, but if I did, it would more than likely be on the lines of this issue. And I know in general, when I talk about politics, I always say the defining characteristics of the new right are trade and immigration. And I, I include war as a subset of trade because when you talk about trade, you're really talking about all foreign relations. And foreign relations are not just military relations. They are also economically driven because you derive power, as, as we are just talking about with great power politics, you derive your power first and foremost through economics. And if your economic base is completely severed out, then guess what? Eventually, the country with the growing manufacturing and economic base, in this case, China, is going to eat your lunch. So trade immigration, we need those. But if I was ever going to get involved, it would, it would definitely be on this issue of, of child abuse. And the fact of the matter is that in this country currently, the penalties for child abuse child sex crimes, uh, child harassment, child assault, all of this are way too low. And for far too long, we have allowed our children, I'm not talking about adults in this case. I'm not even talking, I'm not talking about seniors. I'm not talking about people who are middle-aged. I'm talking about defenseless, harmless children who don't know any better. And if there isn't an issue or a topic that makes you more sick to your stomach than this, then you really need to look yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I getting involved? And is there an issue more important that hits closer to home than this? Folks, we've been talking day in, day out about the decline of our country. We're seeing this not only in terms of our national security, but also in terms of our economic security. So what about you? What are you doing for your family's economic security? Because we can't control everything the Biden administration does. We can put pressure on them, and we certainly do every day. But what we can control is our family's finances and hopefully the trajectory of our family's future. That's why I'm so excited to tell you guys that my friends over at Allegiance Gold, and they're great over there. In fact, they're now offering, because the situations in the United States have gotten so bad, we are now offering up to $5,000 in free silver. And by the way, I asked the producers, I said, are you sure about this 5,000? That sounds like a lot. They said, yes. They said up to $5,000 in free silver when you visit protectwithposo.com. So it's protectwithposo.com. That gets you access to Allegiance Gold. It is now time to start seriously considering where your investments are, where your family's money is. Do you have precious metals in your portfolio? Because we've all seen uh, the roller coaster of crypto. We've all seen what's happening in the stock market, and we know that cash is not the place where you want your money right now. That's why it's very important to go to protectposo.com today. All ears. Okay, so I'm, I'm James Massa. I'm the CEO of Numbers USA. We're the largest single issue advocacy group in the United States. Our issue is immigration. We're often called into the federal Congress and other state Congresses on immigration issues. I am a Texas resident. I have a home and a small business in Fort Worth. I have a wife who runs a very prosperous hotel in the Fort Worth area, and I'm here to advocate for E-Verify, mandatory E-Verify. E-Verify is the most effective and most cost-effective method that the state of Texas can 
implement to be able to stem the flow of illegal immigrants and to be able to ensure that U.S. citizens and those who have valid work permits in the state of Texas are the ones who get the jobs of this great economy of this state. Well, I would observe that perhaps in some cases the impediment to a veteran getting a job is an illegal alien illegally competing against that veteran for a job. And that probably happens with far greater frequency than E-Verify functioning as the barrier between a veteran and employment. I believe I still represent the highest concentration of veterans and active duty service members in the entire United States Congress. And certainly while veteran employment is an issue at the top of their list, when I talk to many of them, they reflect on the fact that they serve a nation that is not serious about protecting its border, that is not serious about internally enforcing its immigration laws. You gotta love Congressman Gates there. So we came out strong on E-Verify for E-Verify a couple of days ago. And boy, I gotta tell you, the, the debate is raging. My phone's been blowing up. I've got people thanking me. I've got people screaming at me. I've got people that are on, you know, friends that I thought were friends turning on me uh, over this. And it's like, it's very clear. I'm for protecting the border. I'm against illegal immigration. That includes illegal workers who are currently working in the United States. And it's like, I'm sorry, have some of you people lost or forgotten the last eight years? Have you actually forgotten what the last eight years were all about? Because it's all about putting the American worker and the American family first, number one, not your business or your buddy's business or whatever, you know, whatever side things, whatever hustle you've got going on, if you're exploiting the laws of this country and allowing illegal immigrants to come in here, depress our wages and steal money from the American border while America's American worker, while America's borders are raped every day. And we're seeing that right now today. We're seeing it right now at the end of Title 42, and they're trying to walk it back. It's like, oh, we're going to institute some asylum policies. No, no. America's borders are being raped right now as we speak. And the people that are being brought across those borders are being trafficked. This is human trafficking. If you're employing an illegal immigrant, you are a labor trafficker. That's number one. Okay, that's number one. That's not even to get into the amount of people that start out as illegal immigrants and then fall into, because you're at high risk, into illegal sex trafficking. Some of them being minors, which makes it child sex trafficking. So when I'm talking about E-Verify, when I'm talking about actually going in and cleaning up these, or cleaning out these guest worker programs that we have, like the J-1 visa program and others, H-1B, all right. Don't even try to come to me and say you've got some moral high ground. We know exactly what it is that we're doing. We know we're putting the American worker first because when you steal money from the American worker, that means lower wages. That means the American worker has lower. And then thanks to inflation, which is also going on, by the way, at the same time, thanks to Biden inflation, that means the American worker is going to see the dollars that they do came up. Uh, take home spread less and less and less. And so 
you're not going to be able to purchase a home. If you can't purchase a home, you're not going to be able to get married. You're not, or if you do get married, you're going to say, oh, we don't want kids or you don't want that many kids. You're not going to purchase a large enough car, et cetera, et cetera. Home, household formation does not occur under these circumstances. And so and we've talked about it a million times. When AOC came out and said we need more immigrants because the uh, American people aren't having enough kids, I said, no, you're, you have that exactly backwards. Americans aren't having enough kids because we're taking in so many people over the border every single year. Six million, 6.3 million people since Biden took office. Think about that. That's an entire city full of people that we have brought into this country that, that have no ties to this country whatsoever. They're not from this country that we've taken in illegally just since Biden became president. That's an invasion. No other serious country on the face of the earth would act like this. None. But we do. And we'd say it's compassion. Well, I'll tell you something. The American government does have an obligation. It has an obligation to the people of the United States first. And if you want to tell me, oh, there's an economic hit and we're going to, uh, what about this industry? What about that industry? Think of the, think of this thing that, you know what? You know what? Think of that industry. I'll tell you right now. Um, if you are in one of these industries, and I do support this, by the way, where you, a, you are a habitual hirer of illegal aliens, knowingly and deliberately, whether it be the hiring service, whatever, then those people are going to start going to jail. Because in the new Secure, uh, Secure the Border Act 2023, an 18-month penalty, 18 months in federal prison, plus up to five thousand dollars per infraction so for every single illegal immigrant that you hire that's another five grand off your bottom line look we tried doing it the voluntary way we tried doing it the easy way we tried saying we're going to secure the border. And, and let me tell you something right now the people that you see spilling across the border right now they're not doing that okay they're not doing that if they don't have an economic incentive. It's, it's very simple, folks. It's very simple. If you have an economic incentive to do something, and look, I get it, by the way. I get it. If I was born in one of these countries and I heard that the United States allowed that, and they said you could, you could fly to the US and somebody's going to take you across the border for just a couple thousand bucks, I'd do it. i do it with my family too. But you're creating a toxic incentive for people who don't otherwise have any other options. We do not have an obligation to invite the entire world. The entire world doesn't get to come into our house for dinner tonight, okay? If you see somebody hungry outside of your house, that's one thing. But the entire world does not have a free invite and they are not entitled to my possessions. They are not entitled to my family's land. They're not prevented, um, they're not entitled to my family's guns, any of it. You're not going to get any of it. All right. We're done with that. And so the people that are keeping this going are the companies. And so when we have to, when I say secure the border, obviously we're going to secure the border. Obviously we're going to be conducting ice raids. Obviously we're going to be doing all of these things. But, but if you leave out the economic incentive in all of this, then you are totally missing the point. That is what the new right is all about. This movement was built on trade and immigration. Are there other issues? Absolutely. But on this one specifically, on this one specifically, 
Stopping the flow means stopping human trafficking, stopping labor trafficking, stopping sex trafficking, and stopping child sex trafficking. Which side do you want? Simple question. And you know what? I appreciate the clarity. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.